Hey everybody, welcome to a special edition of The Front Porch. Earlier this week, our sales development manager in the UK, Sean Sebastian, hopped on a call with product innovation manager in the US, John Wooten. Uh, John has more than 35 years of uh, industry experience, so we figured he would be a pretty good expert on what to do during times where it's really slow. We think John provided a few good answers, so we decided to make it into a podcast. Welcome to the front porch with Sean Sebastian. Hey, what's going on? My name is Sean Sebastian with Point of Rental, and today we have a good friend of mine, also colleague of mine, John Wooten, who is also with Point of Rental. Um, John Wooten comes uh, with a vast amount of experience inside of the rental industry. Uh, he was director of operations for RentX, which had like 45 locations. Is that right, John? Uh, yeah, something like that. Maybe yep. more. Uh, CEO of All Star Rents with a bunch of locations all over California, all the way up into Nevada. And at the time, you're also chairman for the uh, American Rental Association for General Tool and Equipment. Is that right? Yeah, I was on the ARA board. Yeah. Yep. And you're also a 49ers fan? Absolutely. <laughs> Big Niner fan. <laughs> Season ticket holder for 10 years. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that, man. Well, uh, John's going to be sharing some uh, really survival tips about uh, what's what's going on right now. Um, something that we're facing today is really, I mean, fair to say unprecedented in, in the industry. Um, and it's something that's really, really unique. So uh, here at Point of Rental, we, we uh, have 600 plus years of experience, uh, including John's experience in the rental industry. And so we wanted to provide some of those survival tactics that you can, you can uh, do today. So John, if, um, what's something that, if you're in the, in the rental industry, what's something you could do right now today so that you know you could be the joe montana of their region or at the very least the steve bono of, of your region <laughs> well <laughs> yeah let's shoot for montana let's shoot for montana uh, okay <laughs> yeah so you know it depends on the size of your business but you need to gather your leadership team together and have a conversation around uh what the situation is identify you know, where the problem areas are and what you can do about them and just speak openly and frankly with your leadership team and, and leave everything on the table. You know, don't, don't uh, discount anything at this moment. It just, it depends on your cash flow situation. It depends how you came into this and what your cash flow situation was. So it's going to be a little bit different for everybody. Um, but um, immediately there's, you know, most businesses right now are experiencing an extreme drop in, in opportunities and activity at their rental stores. So one thing you can do right away just to stave off some of the uh, uh, imbalance between cash flow in the cash flow situation is to reduce your open hours. As you enter into this, uh, this downturn, and that's what it is. Um, it's likely that a lot of businesses are in a position right now where they were already starting to get a little tight on cash, you know, um, getting anxious about spring and, and, the, and the, all of the opportunity that would bring. And this happens and, and the opportunity is not there. So, yeah. you know, you're going to have to lean on your, your salaried management staff uh, to maybe pick up the slack here and there with those reduced, with those reduced open hours, uh, if you do reduce your open hours, I would strongly encourage people to maintain the phone hours. 
Uh, and you can do that with salaried staff, whether they be management or, or outside sales staff. Uh, still, still take those phones because you need to take the opportunities you can, and people will still be calling during during what have been your normal hours for you know maybe ever. And so, while you're reducing your walk-in hours uh, to save on labor, maintain those phone hours. Other, other things you can do. Um, can I can I ask something about that real quick? Absolutely. Given the situation with coronavirus, with COVID nineteen, and wanting to do the social distancing thing, and thank you for social distancing yourself further. <laughs> <laughs> just now um, would you would you route the the phone numbers to those people directly like how 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 might you do that differently than than having some having your team all come in and then right so it depends on it depends on the phone system you have depends on your location and the infrastructure you have to do that so okay. it could be that the manager just if, if you if your hours were six thirty to five and now they're uh seven to three maybe your you know your manager just stays until five and there's probably not going to be a lot of activity anyway and so or somebody could just stay at the store uh, if you have the ability to forward the phone you know you could do that too the, the thing about having the manager stay at the store or or a sales rep maybe uh cover the store is that if you had an opportunity you could still offer the, to the customer to come on down and get that piece of equipment and still still make that sale because you don't there's, there's a real balance there between you don't want your reduced hours to eliminate that opportunity and have yeah. that end up costing you. So totally. Okay. I'm with you. I guess from there, what are some other ways that you could also reduce expenses as far as, as far as your perspective? Talk with some of your staff and see if, if they're open to a leave of absence. Uh, some people might want to shelter in place. Some people might have compromised uh, family that they want to be able to take care of, but they're afraid to say anything or, you know, compromise their job. And so have, give them an opportunity for a leave of absence and assure, assure them that their job will be there when this thing passes over. Mm. Uh, but you might be surprised about some employees that are willing to uh, go without some pay or, or get unemployment. Uh, that's another thing you can do is those, are, those employees could get some unemployment potentially depending on what state you're in and, and all the rules around that. Yeah. It may be, may be an opportunity for some strategic layoffs. Um, we, Everybody hates to do that. Uh, that was yeah. probably the most painful thing in the economic downturn was um, layoffs. Um, but um, like I said, everything needs to stay on the table. If you have an opportunity to delay or cancel open equipment orders, so if you, if you made equipment orders earlier in the year, which most people have done, they did it at the ARA show or what have you, talk to your vendors, see if you can delay those and push those orders out if it makes sense. Um, or cancel them if you really have to. Just just know that um, th th those are opportunities or negotiate better terms. Maybe you can get it and pay for it later on. I think manufacturers will be flexible and, and, and open to those kinds of things. They would rather extend your terms and maybe have you pay for it in, in the fall or right. over time than lose the order altogether. Totally, totally, especially um, given the current climate, what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. I think everybody's everybody is in a in a state right now where they're ready to pull together and and figure out what's the best way for everybody to move past this thing. And so I, I think everybody's open to thinking a little bit outside the box and help each other. And you know, there's always a balance. You don't you don't want to cancel orders on your vendor because you know that they're trying to stay. In, you know, keep their doors open and and pay their employees as well. So. 
Right. Uh, it's, it's a balance, but at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for your business to keep your doors open. There's many more things we can do with expenses, but the other totally. thing is just to review your non-essential services, things like bottled water or, or other services that you get. Um, it's just, you know, either cut them permanently or cut them temporarily, but that's another area you can find opportunity. Okay. And, um, I mean, when, when you faced the, the last recession, is that, that's something that, that you focused on too, was those non-essentials? Like, was that, was that oh, difficult to? Yeah. You know, well, when, whenever you give and provide things, it's always very difficult to take them away. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, people get used to them, people like them and, and mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're typically they're for a good, you know, reason. Uh, yeah. there's benefit and, and you don't just do it willy nilly typically. So, um, but at the same time, you, you just have to cut and, you know, you cut until people complain and then you reassess those things that maybe you, uh, went a little bit too far, but, you know, just listen to your staff, listen to your customers, yeah. um, and cut, cut those things that, that maybe, you know, think about what you did back in 08 and 09 and 10 and, and revisit those things. Yeah. If, if I was like brand new, like let's say I'm two years in and um, I, I didn't experience the 2008, maybe I was in a completely other industry or maybe I right. worked for somebody else. I didn't see the behind the scenes because right. I mean, how, how many people have worked for somebody else and then started their own rental operation? Sure. Um, what, what would you tell me? Would there be any, anything different from, from that? No, I, I, you know, if, if you're new to the industry, I would just say that, you know, in, in general, uh, the rental industry, more so probably the equipment side than the uh, event side, it tends to be fairly recession and downturn resistant because mm-hmm. we're a needs driven business and, and the need to do um, things with tools and equipment uh, while it, it, it fades and downturns, it, it doesn't typically go away. On the event side, you know, people, you know, hopefully people are just delaying their events and pushing them into the summer or into the fall, you know, because they're, they're still going to want to celebrate. And, and maybe there's opportunity on the backside of this thing where, where, you know, people have a desire to gather together and celebrate even more. The coronavirus has all of us feeling a little further away from our friends, our coworkers, and our customers. At Point of Rental, we value connection. So while we're all sheltering in place, practicing social distancing, and conducting business online as much as possible, we're providing rental e-sign free for anyone who wants to add it for the next three months. That's free setup. That's three months of free contracts. All so you can continue to get deals done, both while we're apart and as we rebuild together. Just visit pointofrental.com slash rental dash e-sign to sign up. That's pointofrental.com slash rental dash e-sign. What are things that you could do to increase revenue? So increasing revenue is, is uh, always what people want to do, at, you know, because cutting expenses is, can, you know, tends to be very painful. So yeah. always looking for revenue opportunities is great. So, I, you know, look at your fleet, sell underutilized fleet. Hmm. Auctions are something to consider because auctions are still happening because they're, they're doing it online. They may not, you know, Richie Brothers and these other auctions aren't allowed to gather in, in a live auction, but they're still going forward online. So an auction is a way to, to get rid of equipment that's underutilized um, that can get you cash today because typically auctions are a guaranteed sale. So hmm. 
Uh, that's one thing you can do. A common practice in rental companies is a phrase called turn trash to cash. And that's just typically walking through your yard, through the back of the shop, and identifying things that you can send to auction, uh, sell. You'd be amazed. Uh, rental people can be great hoarders. Uh, <laughs> tend to not want to throw anything away because there's value in there. it. Uh, yeah. And there is oftentimes value in that stuff that we pack into the back, you know. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, maybe now's a good time to turn that trash to cash. Yeah. Check your parts shelves for returnable items. I don't know how many times I've gone through a parts area and just seen thousands of dollars worth of parts that we ordered incorrectly, uh, we ordered mm. too many of, yeah. what have you. Return those parts. What can you return and get that cash? Yeah. Now might be a good time to offer delivery specials, especially for your DIY customers or even your, your contractor customers or certainly your event customers. Uh, so they don't have to come into the store, uh, you know, honor that shelter in place commitment to them and give them an opportunity to uh, stay at home, give them a way to get the equipment or event stuff to their house mm. um, with a delivery special. Uh, you want to update okay. your homepage with any specials you might be having because uh, people are at home, they're online, they're browsing around. Honeydew's lists, I'm sure, are piling up rapidly. Oh, We're no. getting knocked out rapidly, but, <laughs> but people will be going online and looking for things to do or, or you know, maybe they'll be looking for the uh, post-COVID parties and, and wanting to start right. planning them. So yeah. you can get things on your website. And what's super important is as opportunities are diminished, every opportunity you do get becomes more valuable. So you got to really train your staff and communicate to them that when that phone does ring, yeah. Um, that they should be honing their sales skills and, and making the deal and getting that rental. Um, don't just quote a rate and let them get off because right. they may never call back. They may call your competitor and your competitor may be doing a better job at, at those sales calls. So every, every opportunity is golden. Yeah. Yeah. And then like actually following up, right? Yeah. Well, make the, <laughs> make the deal, you know? Yeah. Close it. That's uh that's the name of the game. Uh, I think it's at some point we should have have you do uh, three tips to how to close close and rental and uh, what what those phone skills would be because I'm kind of curious what because what that would look like. Yeah, absolutely. I, okay, yeah, next we, one. <laughs> sure, I'm down. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, awesome. I got. I, I'd have to go back into the archives and get all my phone skill stuff. But yeah, there's, I have a lot of stuff on that. So you were over so many locations. How would you go about rallying your team in the midst of something like this? Well, I think with, as with anything else, you, you gather your leadership team together and you come yeah. up with a game plan and then you delegate that out and, you know, don't take all the load on yourself, uh, delegate, uh, have other people take it on. I think in times of stress like this, most people tend to step up and I think uh, you'll find that your team will step up. We'll make things happen. We'll probably do things that surprise you and things that you, that you don't see from them on a regular basis because people uh, sense the urgency and the need to step up. So, yeah. you know, I, I think communication from the top uh, should be consistent and regular about what's going on in your company. Again, it depends on the side. If you're just a single location, it may just be a little five-minute huddle in the morning. Uh, just here, here's what's going on. Here's what we're focused on today. Uh, bigger companies, you know, you might do 
uh, webinars or digital uh, videos like this to, to send out to your staff and to communicate what's going on a couple times a week. In the absence of that communication, people will tend to fill the gap with rumors and their own stories. Um, totally. So the more often you can communicate the reality and what you're doing as a leadership yeah. team um, and as a leader and what your expectations are and what you're focused on, that, that fills that gap with, with the reality. And I think that, that helps everyone kind of stay on the same page and not, uh, not drift off into uh, Rumorville. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, because th- th- those rumors can just come up so fast, right? Sure. Just naturally. Yeah. Yeah, all it takes is one person just to, you know, make something up in the lunchroom and, <laughs> and all of a sudden somebody overhears it and thinks, oh gosh, did you hear what the boss is going to do, you know, or did you hear <laughs> we're going to close our doors or who yeah. knows what, you know, it's just, right. it's insane what, you know, in these times, especially consistent communication, I think it's key. Is there anything um, operationally that you, th- you think people could do differently? Yeah, I think, you know, with, with this, uh, with this virus, it's, it's really unique. Um, so you have both customers and employees that, that you just want to reassure through your actions, um, that, that you're doing things and you're aware and you're taking their safety and health into consideration. So you should have a policy, uh, not a long drawn out policy, but some simple bullet points. I know the federal government has a 15 day advice, you know, one sheet thing that you could use or glean from to uh, come up with your own, but definitely have a written policy. So so you're communicating to staff, employees and customers what you're doing to help them out. Um, I think uh, having employees wear gloves and masks is a good thing to do. I think it shows that, you know, you're protecting themselves and protecting the customers. You know, some unique things you can do is, is wiping down equipment right in front of the customer before you give it to them, you know, with, with antiviral spray or what have you, uh, the, the things that they're going to touch with their hands or sit in or, or touch, wipe those things down in front of them. So as you give it to them, they know that they're getting a clean thing. It might seem like an overkill. Maybe they're wearing gloves anyway, but you know, I think it goes a long way towards just showing that you're doing it um, because you care for their health and safety. Um, anything you can do using technology to keep them from coming in the showroom and congregating uh, is a good thing. I think if you can use radios to communicate returns and just email them the receipt. I mean, some of these things are are things that are kind of time savers for the customers anyway, yeah. and maybe should be doing anyway. Uh, but think outside the box in terms of what can we do to keep customers distanced, have them just come into the yard, hook up and go. The other thing I think, uh, you know, for, for employees and employee welfare is, is uh, if you are laying people off or reducing hours and people are um, getting government assistance, uh, you know, to offset some of that, they're coming up with all sorts of new things, uh, state level and federal level programs. I think it might be good to assign somebody in your admin staff mm. to be kind of a point person to help communicate what those programs are and help your staff, help your employees, especially the ones that are being affected by maybe a layoff or a a leave of absence or reduced hours, give them some support to help navigate those tricky waters. I hadn't thought about that. Everything's moving so quickly. Um, And government programs by 
nature are complex and hard to understand. And so <laughs> ones that are thrown out in a matter of weeks are probably even worse, or maybe they'll be better. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> but regardless, if you have a point person and you can just say, Hey, if you have a question, call this person, yeah. contact, email this person. Uh, there are a point person at this office. That way they're not, again, giving employees that support in these times, I think is, goes a long ways. Yeah. Yeah. But one, one thing that's always impressed me about the rental industry is how much of a community it is and how yeah. much everybody really looks out for each other and, and doing things like that um, just show how true that is, how, how real that is, um, especially yeah. in times of crisis. Yeah, no, rental people are really good people. Um, yeah. They, they come together. They, they historically for the, you know, 35 years I've, I've been in the business um, it's a community that shares everything, you know, good yeah. ideas, all, you know, everything about running your business in good times and in bad times. You know, there's one thing that I, I kind of want to get your opinion on. Uh, I heard Gary uh, Vaynerchuk, Gary V, uh, in a video uh, this morning, uh, he was talking about how now is the time for small businesses or really any business to tell your story right? Putting out 50 videos a week on the behind the scenes of what's going on in your equipment rental store. Even something as silly as a video of like, have you ever wondered how hard it is to change the oil in a skid steer? We're going to do that. You know, just like putting your yeah. name out there and telling your story um, because there is going to be a bounce back. Right? Yeah. It's, it's either, it's, <laughs> we've been talking to, to our clients, it's either like one of two things. Either one, it's going to be a Mad Max dystopia and this is the apocalypse and, you know, we'll, we'll start our own tribes and stuff and it'll be great. Um, or two, <laughs> there's going to be a bounce back and we're going to be, we're going to move forward from this. And you, you can either, based off the decisions you make now, you can either be stronger three to six months from now or you can do nothing and just see what happens. Right. Well, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's, a, that's really good advice to find ways like that. People are sitting at home, yeah. they're on their phone, they're browsing on their computers, they're going down YouTube rabbit holes. Why not give them a, a rabbit hole of your own to go down that, that has really cool stuff about your business and uh, shows maybe the behind the scenes things going on in your business, what you're doing to uh, keep things going at your stores and and uh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Totally. Yeah. What I thought of uh, when, I, when I heard that was that, um, like two words, the TV show Dirty Jobs with the infamous Mike Rowe. Like it, sure. for, for the standard uh, equipment rental guy or somebody in the equipment rental business, it's just the day to day, right? So yeah. it's, it's normal for you, right? right. But, for, but that show proved with, like, with good storytelling and just editing, uh, you, you, can, you can build an audience right now. Yeah. Like you said, everybody's just on you know, a ton of people are at home. Yeah. There's probably more opportunity today yeah. than there has been in the past for people just to, you know, come across and spend, actually spend time watching the videos that you would make. Totally. And they, they don't have to be high production. They can just be fun. They can be short, probably the shorter, yeah. the better. Um, so yeah, you can have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it's a good idea. So somebody who uh, we talked to recently, uh, they, they're doing a fantastic job of that. And it's just the business owner that's going through, hey, this is what this piece of equipment is. This is how you use it. Um, let me know if you want it. You know, and, and they have yeah. like this amazing following on Facebook uh, with that. Wow. And, and like, they, like people are engaging with it. Like there's, there's a story that's being told there. And um, 
yeah, just there, there's tons of opportunity. Um, yeah, so you, no, like, that's you, cool. You don't, it's, it's not like it was a hundred years ago with the Spanish influenza. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's this thing called the internet, which you can use to make you money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for, for putting this together, for, um, for giving us some insights on how to survive what's, what's coming next, how to pivot your business and how to uh, grow in the, in the coming days. My pleasure. Oh, if anyone wants to reach out to John, he is very active on LinkedIn. Uh, you can connect with him there. And um, yeah, John, thank you again so much for, I would say coming on the show, but this isn't really a show. It's more like an emergency meeting. It was fun. Thanks cool. for having me, Sean. At Point of Rental, we also want to help you get connected with your customers. So we're doing a free rental e-sign promotion. Basically what happens is we'll waive your setup fees. Uh, we won't charge you for the first three months. So you'll be able to collect signatures on contracts for the next three months for free. And at the end of those three months, if you decide that you still want to keep rentally signed, then you can opt in and you'll go ahead and continue on at the regular price. Um, no matter what, you won't be paying for the next three months. So we hope that'll help you out as you try to recover from the, the current slowdown and all the cancellations that have happened recently. And we hope that that takes care of you as well as, as we're recovering.